Hi, and welcome to episode 49 of the Great Answer Europe podcast. My name is Andre, and with me as always, my co-host aside. What's up, man? Hey, man. And on today's episode, we have a very special guest with us. One of uh, my all-time favorite teammates, actually. It is uh, linebacker slash uh, defensive lineman Alaudin Atsemi of the uh, Cologne Crocodiles. What's up, guys? Thank you, thank you. Thank you for having me. It's really fun having a loud non. Finally, we've we we've said for a while that ah we have to have a loud non, and we we visited him in uh, Cologne earlier this summer, and uh, that uh, that was a lot of fun. Yeah, it was. It was. I had a lot of fun with you guys. And uh, and for those uh, un- unaware, uh, I uh, played with Aloudin like all through the junior ranks. Aloudin, you're what one year older than me, so at least yeah. every other year throughout the junior teams we played together yeah pretty much yeah yeah that's right but before we get more uh, into that should we get to our sponsor yeah let's get it because this show is sponsored by contact sports contact sports is the number one stop for all your football needs the website www.contactsports.se has everything you need from helmets to cleats. And if you're unsure about your size or you simply need some advice, you can call DM or email them and they will help you out. These guys, they've sold football equipment since the late 1980s. So they are truly experts. And this week, you get a 10% discount on all Nike products if you enter our code GRIDIRON at checkout. Again, that's 10% off on all Nike products if you enter our code GRIDIRON, that's G-R-I-D-I-R-O-N. A big thank you to Contact Sports for sponsoring this podcast. So, Alaudin. Yes, sir. Playing for a really long time. Yeah. So, how did football start for you? Well, football for me started in, I think, I think it was eighth grade. I'm not sure. I think it was eighth or ninth. So I, pl- I played uh, my last year in U15. What's that? That, that, that got to be like eighth grade, right? Yeah, so, somewhere around there. So yeah. 20, that brings us to 2011, right? Yeah, I think so, yeah. 2011 or 2010. So, yeah, I, I started playing with uh, a friend of mine. He's, his name is uh, Spetim. He, he had gone to this uh, school tournament. So he he invited me and I went. So that's basically how I started playing football. And then that that, that school tournament has been a, a real uh, recruiter for us in Chihuahua. And uh, yeah, it, it's been around for that long, and it's still around. That, yeah, that, that kind of cool. <clears throat> yeah, it was fun. It was fun. I had fun playing it. So I, so I felt like yeah, might as well just pick up playing football now. When did you realize that you were a freak of nature in football? <laughs> uh, I don't know. I don't know. I wouldn't say I'm a freak of nature. To, to but... the people who did not see Aladdin play, his last season in Kihuansta, he was injured. And I think he was a part of every tackle that season. I think Almost. He was 
almost like he, bunch of solos. He assisted almost every tackle that season. <laughs> hey, Aloudin, he's chasing down tackles twenty yards downfield on one leg. It's incredible to see. You have to, you have to. I mean, if you step out in the field, you you gotta give it all you have. That's my motto, also. <laughs> <laughs> It's <laughs> the opposite of me. <laughs> and then I'm somewhere in between. I, I I like putting the effort in when it's needed, but like I I, I need my breaks when it's strategic. <laughs> yeah. When you run play to the other side, you take a rest. Yeah, yeah. something like that. Yeah, I mean, I I faked a couple of injuries last season as well. <laughs> So you were a part of very Hall of Fame junior teams in your days, Alaudin. Yeah, I, I would I would say so. Yeah, we had a pretty good team. Andre Andre was a part as well. So yeah, I was some uh, lowly sixteen-year-old uh, uh, backup on those teams. But <laughs> Alaudin, he was a, a a starting linebacker for those squads. The twenty thirteen and twenty fourteen Coupons the Predators U nineteen teams. Those. Those teams were legendary. Yeah, yeah, I would say so. Yeah, definitely. How did it feel like you guys won games half in halftime? <laughs> like, mean, was it even fun? Like, yeah, traveling all the way halftime then coming home. We traveled to Go- we traveled to Gothenburg in 2014, scored 50 points on them on in the first half, quit at halftime, and went home. Yeah, yeah, I remember that. Yeah. <laughs> It, it was it was fun. I'm not gonna lie, you know, smashing people left and right. You no, know, win every game. Not not gonna lie, it, it felt good. You know, but better than you know, getting out of playoffs like last year in the first round. We didn't even make the playoffs this year. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I know. Imagine how that felt. <laughs> yeah, I didn't. I didn't play for you guys this year, but I was pissed. Not gonna lie. Maybe that's why. We were missing you, man. We were missing you. <laughs> we need you during the first half. When uh, one random D lineman, our team showed up when he wanted to. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think I think I know what you're talking about. <laughs> but listen, this season you kind of missed out because it's so. It was so chill. Yeah, the no. squad was it was it was nothing but chill that season. It was terrible. Listen, my defense squad played this year as it was like a beer league. <laughs> I'm unsure if the the brothers, not mention names, had beer in their water bottles on the sideline. I'm not sure. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. How did you allow 14 points in 2014? Just explain to us how. Like how, how terrible were you to allow 14 points in the entire season? Oh, okay. So uh the I'm the being... entire regular season. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I wouldn't say that we were bad for allowing 14 points, but I think the the backups. So we had we had, we played against the Young Shopping Spartans, right? 
so we we had our starters like for the first quarter and our coach put put them out of the game because i think we, we had a playoff game after that one against Karlstad. so uh he our coach put in our backups and then Jan Schrepping just scored two long runs like i think so yeah that, yeah, that, yeah. It, it's, if i'm not wrong here, to set the scene here we went through an entire season with that 2014 team without allowing a single point defensively. Yeah. And then in the final regular regular season game against Jönköping, probably the worst team in the series at the time, and we were playing nine-man football in that game. Yeah, they were the they worst. Somehow, somehow score two touchdowns on us. <laughs> Yeah, I was pissed, not going to lie. I was pissed. Yeah, I remember. A lot, a lot, no one was madder than Aloudin was after they scored their first one. Yeah. All yeah, this way, all the whole season with zero touchdowns. <laughs> yeah, because I remember, like, uh, the, the, the offense, they, they had, like, a couple of, you know, three and outs. Most of the time, we, we went on for, like, on fourth downs. And I, th- I think I remember once we didn't get it, and the team were kind of close. They wanted to kick a field goal. I think it was uh, Helsingborg. Oh yeah. And I and I think I think we blocked the field goal, so we kept a zero alive. Then again, Yansh, <laughs> uh, I think we just you know I guess fumbled the bag, kind of to, to keep that zero alive. But yeah, I, I think I think you're right in that the backups were out there for their first touchdown, but. I weren't you on the field when they scored their second touchdown? I'm not sure. I'm not sure if coach. Uh, I, I don't remember honestly. Because Walker explained it to me. He said one of the original starters threw the running back into the end zone. <laughs> no, and no, if there, he's not no. Throwing people allowed in. It sounds like you. No, no, <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Don't put that on me. One hundred percent was not because I remember we were at the. Uh, I was at the sidelines looking at the game. They were like half field, so I think they they scored like a 40, 40 or fifty yard run, something like that. Yeah, I, I remember the first one was something like that. I remember specifically because uh, my backup got in, and I went out, and uh, my backup he was supposed to blitz uh, in the B gap, and the <laughs> running running back ran through the B gap and scored a touchdown. Who was you? Nah, don't put him on the spot. Poor backup. Oh, he 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 quit after that season. <laughs> that play. I, rem- I remember he actually quit after that season. I think. How quit on quit? the spot? No way. After the season, okay. Retired in halftime. He did a. What, what but yeah. Name, Davis? I mean, what wh- while I uh, what. Loved this team and wanted it to to succeed and all. I I didn't quite feel one hundred percent of a part of it all the time because I was just a backup and I felt more like a a U seventeen player. So I was more committed to that team. So when Yunshepping scored their touchdown, I, I I know you were mad as all hell, Aladdin, but I'm not gonna lie. I was uh, I had a bit of a laugh going in the background. <laughs> Yeah. I was like, damn, that's uh, 
sad but kind of funny. <laughs> How bored was your kick returner that season? Bored? Yeah. I he mean, averaged he one kick a game. He had yeah. one. Yeah, one and he, game. I think he almost averaged like a touchdown every game as well because we had uh, <laughs> Jonathan Gill returning oh, kick that year. So <laughs> you can just imagine, you know, guy running four threes and four fours. Crazy. So wait, that roster had you, who plays in the GFL, Gail played in the GFL. Yeah. Adam Bloom, had, who played Adam, Juco. Yeah, Gustav Persson, he also played Juco. Uh, let's see. We had a couple of guys, all of them played uh, at the national team, junior national team. Didn't your whole roster get, a, get an invite to the national team? No, not the whole roster, but a, a lot of guys did. I know the entire offensive lineman started besides one guy. At the national team? Yeah. I don't remember. I don't remember that. No, One I'm of not the years, sure. At least, the entire offensive lineman was Kihuansta guys besides a guard or a tackle. I mean, we had, we had a very good offensive line. Like, uh, I, I yeah. remember, I think we averaged, like, for U19, that's pretty big. We had... The average size, I think, was like 130, 125 kilos, and like one 190 something tall centimeter. It it was actually insane that that Helsing Boy game you mentioned when we were in Helsing Boy. I, I was actually playing quarterback for that game. I think, but what, yeah. what was it that happened? We had a two. Uh, I think Sebe, who was the starting quarterback that year was too young, so he could only play one game per weekend. So we had a more important U-17 game that weekend. So somehow yeah. I got to play the Helsing Boy game. And I think I scored either a touchdown or a two-point conversion on uh, like an inverted veer play where I shuffle with the running back and then go yeah. on a read off the end. And uh, like the, the gap to run through was probably like two yards wide. And three yards downfield. I was like, hot damn, I can walk into the end zone. Yeah, it sounds about right. That's like the level of that offensive line. See, that, that, that's how Victor Ekbay feels every season. <laughs> Lucky bastard. <laughs> Victor, he, he's the quarterback for the Orlando. Orlando. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good guy. You had to tackle him last year. Yeah, I came through. I remember I almost had a sack on him. I came, I came, I came through. My uh, he was the left guard. I came through. He scrambled out, so I chased him, and I was about to strip the ball. He kind of lifted his arm up, and he threw the ball like right before I brought him to the ground. But it, it wasn't a Big place, so felt nice. Funny enough, I had a sack in that game. Yeah, first fumble. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. You did, you did. I remember now. Yeah, I scared him. Dropped the ball. Yeah, yeah, you did. From the left side, right? Yeah, I was, and I don't know how it came through. I got in the Yeah, you're you're underestimating your own abilities. Yeah, you do that a lot. I don't get that. 
No, like you're you're actually decent, bro. I'm I'm not gonna lie. You're a decent player. You you make yourself sound like the worst player on our team. Like that's that's not the case, bro. It's not fun to come out on the show and like brag. Yeah, I did this. I did this. Nobody want to hear me, bro. Nobody cares what what good stuff I did. <laughs> yeah, I guess I guess. It's more memorable. Like you remember more if I say bad stuff. Like yeah, I was tired that game, <laughs> or something random. Instead of I mean, <laughs> I mean, I've seen you do some bad stuff, but but yeah, still, you're a good player. Thank you, thank you. Aside does some random shit. Sometimes it turns out really good. Sometimes it's a forty yard touchdown the other way. You you just never know. Where's <laughs> Kyra Ward? Yeah, something like that. Listen, when I make a play, it's a massive play. <laughs> high risk, high reward. Yeah, you, you mean you mean called back touchdowns? Is that the <laughs> reward? I cannot touch any balls this next season. See, you're the one. You, you're the one who started this. Now <laughs> I will get shit on next year. <laughs> Well, so, so you're playing next year and not retiring, like you've been saying every other episode. No, listen. If I know who's, uh, can I? Can we say this on the show? Maybe I can edit it out. Who's coaching our team? That's the big question. Yeah, <laughs> doesn't matter. It matters to me. all Josh that matters. Be my coach. <laughs> All that matters is that we're on the same team, co-host. Yeah, I could be on the same sideline. No, you will not be coaching me. No, That's I'm not, not coaching me. I'm a water boy. <laughs> oh, water boy. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I don't even... <laughs> I would like to have uh, Tyson be our next head coach. If... Uh... If and when Josh leaves, I like Tyson. His I love relationship Tyson. with the te- like with the players is this is really good. Yeah, Tyson has a lot of shit going on though. I think <laughs> yeah, I don't I don't know if he could handle uh, being the head coach right now, but yeah, he he knows what he's doing out there. He's a legend in football, Sweden. He is, yeah. Shout out to Tyson. Yeah, the cutest thing on earth is seeing Tyson coach U eleven and U thirteen. <laughs> <laughs> he comes like in our practice. You know the saying: "I will shove my foot up your ass." Hospital. You know those quotes. Those legendary yeah. quotes. <laughs> None of them. You're gonna have to go to the hospital. Oh, my coach. <laughs> But I, I, I think that's why uh, the U19 team, we were so successful. But because I think Tyson had practice. Like he was coaching uh, the a couple of guys, you know, from age of 10, maybe, until they got up to the U19s. So he had been doing some good stuff with them. That's how, I think that's how our team got so good. Yeah, I mean, he had, he had that connection with his uh, son playing, Chris. Yeah. Uh, so he just followed like the same guys, and there was a huge like core group of guys who played 
from U13 all the way through U19. Yeah, you were one of those guys, right? Well, yeah. I, I mean, I was maybe offset a year or two because uh, Tyson didn't always coach my teams, but mm. much of the time he did. Yeah. No, it's always like you you see a pattern. The teams with the most guys who played for longest times usually wins in the junior level. I mean, that's why the 2013 and 14 squads could be such units. <laughs> All of them yeah. started at U15, U13. U13. Yeah, look, look, looks more like a machine than a team. <laughs> So, Aloudit, you have the most legendary picture ever, blocking a kick while wearing a cast on the Yeah, that was in uh, 2015, I think, uh, against uh, Stu. Stu Bulls, I think, in the, oh. super, in the, in the super oh, that... Series. Oh, well, you super played in the Super again? Series as a 19-year-old or 18-year-old? 18, I was 18. So I played, I play, yeah, I played in the Super Series as a 18-year-old. Uh, then that same year, I also played with the U19, and we lost against uh, Carson in the final. Yeah, very sad. Yeah, our second half half was a shit show. Not gonna lie. Did they have a lot of good players on that team? Who Carson? Yeah, they had a couple actually. Yeah. They had a couple. I, they had a. I know Simon. He'd been in. Yeah. yeah. The, the D line who plays uh, Oregon State now. Yeah, I, I think we talked a bit about it when we had him on too. Yeah. So they had him. They had a. Uh, Daniel Gunnarsson, I think his name, and uh, Matthias Eriksson. Those are the guys I remember playing for that team. I remember and one I, offensive lineman from. You guys had your game plan to run away from Simon Sunbay, and he still made tackles. In that game? Yeah. I, I don't know, to be honest, because I didn't play offense that game. I, I just remember that we could not run the ball at all. Yeah, I remember uh, they had the quarterback. He, he was kind of short. I don't know his name. Shout out to him. He He... He played in the first half, and I think in the second half he tore his ACL or something. That's I'm I'm not sure. I I, could I, just... I I just remember they came out in the second half with a different quarterback and one who wasn't actually a quarterback, and then they just started running the ball. Yeah, yeah. That that's when the game changed. Like they they brought in a new quarterback. They started doing a couple of different things, and they just caught us off off guard. I would say maybe. It was a weird game too because the, I think the first half we pretty much dominated, but we did. We yeah. couldn't we couldn't convert on offense in the red zone like twice, and we were up fourteen to nothing despite being pretty dominant the first half. Yeah. And then we come out in the second half and score immediately on offense. I think Jonathan uh, Gale caught a deep deep ball early on that first drive after the half. Yeah, and we go up, yeah, we go up 20 to zero. And it's like, okay, we dominated the first half. We came out first drive and scored immediately. 
this is cool. We're going to win. Easy. And that wasn't the case. Yeah. We, we, we should have converted more of those red zone attempts early in the game, man. Ah. See, after that game, a pattern builds up in Kijuansta. We start fumble at the end. Do not bring up Uppsala. Do not bring no, up not. Uppsala. <laughs> Alan didn't play in that game, so he has nothing to say. <laughs> I, I was uh, coaching. I know. <laughs> I was still playing. Damn it, you might actually have something to say. <laughs> no, I just remember uh, Ilir. He made that tackle. He almost broke his neck. So I had to go with him to the hospital. Yeah, that was a bummer. Yeah, but we actually watched the game like on our way to, yeah. the, to the hospital on my phone. How was it playing in the Super Series in Sweden? And I have a, a detailed question. You know Kolstad's mountain of a running back, number 20-something, an import. Uh, Br- Brett Kep. Oh, I know right. his name. Yeah, it's Brett Kep. What technique did you have to tackle him? Because he looked really fast and he was massive. I'm not sure if Brett played when I was in the Super Series. So I, I can't say anything about I I know he played the year before I played because I was uh, on the sidelines watch, watching couple of years before I think uh, 2013 when the won against the Quartet in the Super Series yeah in 2013 uh, yeah we were up in Stockholm for the final with the U19 and in the senior final we had uh, Tolsta against the Blue and Brett Kep was uh, running over some dudes yeah they had Brett Kep and uh, Darius Lewis I think his name was all right. Yeah. Yeah, he, he was good. He I think he was uh yeah, plays at, plays for Istanbul now. No, I don't think it's the same guy. I think they just might have the same name. Uh, I, I think it's the same guy. Yeah, because uh, when he played for Carson in twenty thirteen, I don't think he had dreads. And this guy has dreads, but I'm not sure. It's yeah, he, eight years. I think he grew some hair. Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. <laughs> but but yeah, he was uh yeah, he he was a special player out there returning yeah, kicks and punts and I think he went in on offense a few times sh- shutting being a shut down defensive back. I mean, he was all over the place. Yeah. But so back 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 to your question, you asked uh, how we felt playing in the super series back then. It it was nice, honestly, because there were uh, more teams we had uh, Limham, we had us, and then Karstad and all of the Stockholm teams. I think Tyrasa, Stu, Stockholm Meme Machines, which actually sucked back then. The Meme Machines <laughs> were, were a mess. Yeah, they didn't they, have they, that much money. The Meme Machines yeah. were the local punching bag back then. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. I, I mean, big up to them. They, they did I good. Think- I think that was even the season when uh, Vesteros was in the Super Series. Yeah, I, yeah, I was about to say that Vesteros as well. They had this. They had this uh, 
import a D1 uh, defensive end who played quarterback in high school. So he doubled as a quarterback and D-line for uh, rest <laughs> of us all season. Yeah. I mean, it felt good because you had uh, more competition and, you know, more games to, be, to play. So it, it felt nice. And the level of competition was pretty even. Like unless you count Karlstad in that, because they were just ramming people left and right. You know. Other than that, it was a guarantee they will win every season in those days. Back then, no. yeah. I mean, um, not every, not every season. I think yeah. I think I, I think five in a row or seven in a row. Yeah, but I think it was in 2013. Uh, at the end of the reg regular season, they were like in third place and somehow just won the playoff games yeah so they weren't just totally dominant all season every season i know they struggled against arabru uh, a couple of times i, rem I remember arabru I, I played against arabru in uh, in their in in arabru I, I remember that was a very close game and then the game after we played them at home and they just you know won the game pretty much. I don't, I don't remember the scores, nothing like that, but yeah. Didn't they have a really good run attack those days? They were just running the ball. Like they 70% run almost, I would say. Now they throw 80%. They have amazing <laughs> receivers. Yeah. I mean, I, to be honest, I haven't watched that much Super Seas lately, so I don't know. You're not missing anything, buddy. Actually, I watched the, like the second half of the final. <laughs> yeah. Talk about lopsided, eh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah Stockholm smashed them. But the funny thing, I said it on the last episode. Stockholm had five imports, five European imports. Okay, didn't know that. On the Oh, five players were Swedish. That becomes like a European team, not even a Swedish team anymore. Yeah, but I mean, every other team can do the same thing. So it's not every team fair. has a millionaire owner or something. I mean, see, that's that's the problem. Like the only problem Swedish football, I think, has is uh, money, to be honest. Because if uh, if it were even, I, th I think you know if if every team could get in as many imports as Stockholm would, I think it would be pretty. I, I think it would be closer than it is right now. I think there should be a salary cap or something to prevent teams from bringing in five imports, dominating for two seasons, then going back to normal. But to create a salary cap, you would need uh, revenue sharing. Yeah. No, I don't think they need to do that. I just think the other teams need to do what Stockholm does. Gather more sponsors, stuff like that. Charge a bunch of money for your streams. They do that? The Super Bowl <laughs> costs less than Stockholm's stream. No. Yeah, the Super Bowl cost one crown. Stockholm Stream cost 90. 
Wait, what? Where did you get the Super Bowl for one Swedish crown? Or one dollar. I watched the Super Bowl for free. Well, there are many ways to find it for free. (laughs) No, listen, it wasn't. I it was the NFL page, like it was legit. Wait, wait, they were like selling Super Bowl Game Pass for one dollar. That's pain. Or is it more? It was such a long time ago, and you know the sleeping schedule those days. So you don't remember anything. <laughs> Back to your Kiralaudin. After your days in the Super Series, when Kihuansta dropped down and crumbled. Yeah. <laughs> We didn't really crumble, though. We were still a good team in Division One every year yeah, after yeah, that. Division One, but you crumbled in the Super Series. I, th- I think the reason why we were we had to step down from the Super Series, I think it was because we didn't have enough uh, guys suited up on game days. Yeah, we were for- forced. Uh, it, it was a forced relegation. It's kind of yep. embarrassing that every team in the South who made it to the Super Series drop down and refuses to go back up again. But but I mean, you you could like uh, I understand why because there were like what six, five or six teams in Stockholm, and you know when they had away games against each other, it's it's cool, you know. But when we have away games, we have to go all the way up there, you know. So, so I think logistically, it didn't make sense for teams from from the south to play there because it doesn't add up economically for the team. No, no, didn't your what's like the cost to play was really high that season, like the Super Series days. Yeah, it was, but I, I paid for uh, the junior fees only. So I didn't, I didn't have to pay for the <laughs> super but, I, but I think the player fees for the Swedish guys back then was like twice or maybe even three times higher than our fees are now. I think it was uh, 6,000. Five or 6,000 for, for the older guys. I remember paying like 1,000 or something because I, I paid the U19. And then they yeah. brought me up, so I didn't have to pay for that stuff. You didn't, you didn't have to pay extra to play up. No. Okay, six lots. It is, yeah. That may also have contributed to there only being like 22 guys at each game. Yeah. For that final season, unfortunately. But, but the crazy thing is, that team was going all around Sweden with barely enough uh, players to be allowed to start the game and yet went four and six. So, like, not a good season, but a respectable record regardless. Yeah. Well, yeah, punching bags. No, we no, were Definitely not. Four and six, were, you guys were competitive with almost every other team. Yeah. Wasn't that also the season where you went up to Solna and played Stu in like a 
60 something to 50 something shootout yeah yeah i remember because that game i think i had like seven or eight qb hits because they were passing the ball so much i, th- I think they had to, yeah i remember that game they had three run plays in the whole game and every, every other throw it was either like a dig or a post or a fade i, w- I would say their receivers ran so they, they, they scored on a lot of fades in that game. What, what were the runs? A draw, a sneak, and another draw? <laughs> uh, uh, one of the runs was uh, uh, not a draw, but QB option, I would Ow. say. And the other ones were just straight off handoffs. Ah. So the few runs weren't actually trying to be sneaky with it. <laughs> no. I, I, I remember actually because I made two of the tackles on those three runs they had. So and wait, that's... you were an actual like a good starter in the Super Series. Yeah, I would say so. I, I wasn't like a bench warmer. I, I started every game I played. I mean, let's be honest. Let, let's be honest, that season, there were no bench warmers. Everyone had to play. <laughs> yeah, pretty much, yeah. See, and he says he's not a freak of nature. I mean, I will, I will, yeah, I don't know. You got to be humble, I mean, man. I, I, I don't see many people going into the gym and uh, rep and bench press at 160 kilos. <laughs> yeah, that, that, that was... Uh, Last year, this this year, I've I done better this year. Are you in the uh, 200 club yet? Almost. Almost. Maybe, I mean, I was close before the season started, and as the season goes on, you get weaker. So maybe this offseason, I'll touch 200. We'll see. I hope I hope uh, I'm gonna be uh, spotting you when you're going 200 allowed. That would be cool to see. Yeah, when I get close to it, I'll I'll let you know. <laughs> yes, yes. Logan I... has freakish strength too. Like it's weird playing against him, and he has such long arms. <laughs> He's built for playing linemen. Yeah, I would say I got pretty long arms. Yeah, you have a really long reach. Yeah. Should have played basketball instead. <laughs> no, nah, I'm too sure for basketball. Didn't you realize all of our like teammates are misfits for other sports and they fit perfectly in football? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, not, not every teammate, but yeah, m- most of the guys, yeah. The entire line could have not played any different sports. I can promise you that. Maybe sumo wrestling. (laughs) You have to be an athlete to play that game. Imagine facing Robin with no mouth guard so he can speak as much (laughs) as he can. Sumo. I mean, to be fair, I think Robin would be a good sumo wrestler. Because he's athletic. He's a decent athlete. Yeah, he is still. Can't can't wait to have uh, get Robin on the podcast. It's uh, gonna be entertaining for sure. 
Yeah, he's a fun guy. It's the first episode. I think I will not speak anything. I will not say anything. It, it, it'll be, oh, Robin, what do you have to say? Everything. Silence. <laughs> you know the Eminem uh, song, Rap God, uh, it will be this. <laughs> like, that. <laughs> yeah. Hey, I, did, I didn't know we had a Robin shit talking segment uh, planned no, for we today. Love, we love Robin. <laughs> <laughs> King. But hello. Yeah. Th- this season, uh, as we said in the introduction, uh, you're playing for the C- Cologne Crocodiles. They're uh, in GFL one in GFL one South. No. Um, no. Ah, fuck. Yeah, in the north. Yeah. <laughs> and. Uh, how did you uh, get into contact with these guys? How did you end up playing for the Crocodiles? Well, you you want the whole story or like the just short one? I could just medium length. Okay, so uh, <laughs> okay, so I, I was at the CFL Combine uh, in Finland this year, and I didn't make it uh, to get to, to to get drafted by a team, so I felt like. I should try to put myself out more in Europe, so to speak. So I, I had a profile on uh, Euro players made. Then I reached out to a couple of teams, and a couple of teams wanted me. And then uh, the Cologne Crocodiles just felt like a good fit. I spoke with the defensive coordinator, Frank Fliegner, and uh, he was interested in me. And then I spoke with the head coach, David Pocho. So, uh, and, and they wanted to have me, and I, I felt like I need to go and play there. So, that's basically how I got there to play with them where I am now. What would you say the biggest difference between the GFL and Division One Sweden or the Super Series in your days? Uh, I, I would say it's the size of the country. You know, because Germany is so big compared to Sweden. Like, how, how many people live in Germany? Over 80 million. Yeah. So I think, think there's more like... people in Berlin than the entire of Sweden. Don't Might be cool. Maybe, I don't know. But, yeah, I, th- I think that's the main part because there's so many people, so you get more players, so to speak, and more... You, you can get more revenue, get more people to come and watch it, so you get more money from it. And that's where I, f- I think the biggest difference is, you know, they have more people and more money to spend on the sport compared to uh, Sweden. I know uh, because uh, in the GFL, I, I know for our team, the players don't pay to play. You know, if you're good enough to be in the team, you don't have to pl- uh, pay. But, but not then, everybody is on salary. Like, not every GFL player is getting paid. No, 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 no. No, it's, it's not like the ELF where they say everybody gets paid. So you guys have some random schmucks that only comes like, no, only I for fun. <laughs> I, mean, mo- I mean, obviously, most of the guys play f- because they love the game and they play for fun. And I also do that, but I wouldn't say we have like you know bad players on our team. I think everybody is decent. Yeah, do you feel yeah. like that? Do you feel like that's a big difference from 
being in Sweden that you have more talented players on the team? Yeah, yeah, I would say so because in Sweden, like our team, for example, like if you showed up on game day, you would like this year. I think if you should just showed up in practice and on game day, you would get playing time because there were so few guys in in the yeah. team. But but then some didn't even show up for practice. Yeah, but it, but in the GFL, like we have like what, eighty something in our practices. So that's that's the difference, you know. Damn, eighty people! You get some pretty darn good uh, competition. Yeah, How many yeah. Live in Cologne, because they have Cologne. the centurions. Yeah, Cologne is. I would say maybe like Stockholm. You you could compare it to Stockholm, like one million something. Yeah, yeah. The, what are the there? There's the centurions in the ELF, the crocodiles in the GFL one. Isn't that the Cologne Falcons as well? Is that GFL yeah. two or even lower? I think they're lower. I think uh, three division three or something the like beer that. Beer league. Fabian played for them. Yeah, I, I know. Yeah, and then Our- you have the the Rhine Fire, which is in Dusseldorf, mm-hmm. which is pretty close to Cologne. Yeah, so it's like just that. just north. Yeah, and then you have the Dusseldorf uh, Panthers as well, and the GFL one now. Yeah, I mean that that's that's a huge uh what you call it, a huge metro area there in western Germany. You've got Cologne, Bonn, uh Düsseldorf and I think some other pretty big city right around that area. Yeah, so I think that's the main difference. Like you 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 get so many you have so much to choose from like people you you could recruit new guys like every season and it's not even hard compared to sweden if you get one or two guys new guys every year that's that's a success at this point for our team i would say at this point we just recycling players bringing back old players yeah yeah it is what it is Do you think, like the level? What level we put in? Like, is the average player in Germany as good as the one of the best players in Sweden? Is it that different? Almost the same. I mean, don't get me wrong. Like, Sweden got some good players. You know, from what I've seen, from 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 what I've played against. But uh, the average player in Germany, I think, would uh, be a starter and a good player in uh, in Sweden. Division 1 at least. Super Series now, I don't know because I don't watch Super Series that much so I can speak on it too much. We we hear how we hear how uh, popular the Super Series is this year. Yeah. Compared to Stockholm, how hard would your team whip Stockholm? Because we've seen what the unicorns did to Urbru. Yeah, and then the Stockholm did the same thing to Urbru, like the unicorns did. Was it so, as dominant? I mean, it was, it was the unicorns close. toyed with them. The unicorns, at like, I think third quarter, like third, fourth, they start only running like the dime package. Only three guys were blitzing. 
I, I don't think you can compare though, because Stockholm they've played Örebro like three times already. Yeah, yeah. Don't get me wrong. I think uh, unicorns would win against Stockholm, but yeah, no, <laughs> that that's a, no doubt. Yeah, yeah. I I don't know. To to be to be fair, I don't know. But I I think every GFL one team would make a run for for Stockholm's money. Absolutely. I don't think the Berlin Rebels would. Sorry, Max. The Berlin Rebels? Yeah. They they got a good offense. I th- I think they would. They they may yeah. not be winning a lot, but they've got some they've got they're usually competitive against most teams here. Yeah, I mean, yeah. You, like the Raiders you, in Austria? <laughs> that team must have the like the worst feeling after every game. But uh, the, the key question here then, who would win in a game between the Cologne Crocodiles and the Cologne Centurions? That's the rivalry right now. <laughs> yeah. Even though they can't play one another. <laughs> I mean, I, I have to go with uh, my team, the Cologne Crocodiles. Can the Centurion's offensive lineman stop you? I mean, yeah. I'm, I'm not Aaron Donald. <laughs> I'm, I'm just a guy from Sweden playing football. <laughs> I'm not... I'm not Terminator or anything like that. So, <laughs> yeah, but, probably. Did you? Have, how, like, you're playing good. You're playing really good. For being a just a random guy from Sweden likes football. Thank you. Appreciate that. But but how, how do you feel the season's going for you personally so far? Your your team is four and two and looking pretty good here at the midway point or so. You guys are in a bit of a break, but that, uh, how uh, how do you feel your season is going? I mean, my season, I think, uh, is going pretty decent. Actually, it could be better. There's always room for improvement, so to speak. But I think I'm doing a pretty decent job. You know, it's not it's not not much of a let off from last year, so I think that's pretty decent. Is it more pressure on you? Because you're an import. I mean, I wouldn't say so, but are if you expected you may, to be good? I mean, yeah, you're 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 expected to be a good player and all that. But it, if you let it get to your head, it 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 gives you pressure. But if not, then you're cool with it. You just play. That that's what I do. I just play. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't think you can really think in those terms. When you step out on the onto the field, it's just uh, play your heart out and do your best, and that's yeah. The rest should take care of itself. Yeah, yeah. To to be to be honest, my first game, I, I was uh, I I felt somewhat pressure, you know, because of the people in the stands and all that. We had a bunch of spectators. You know, com- compared to last year in Sweden where we had like 50 guys watching on a good day yeah which, which was uh, family and friends but but after the first game you know if it, it, it felt all right so now it's just get out there and play like you said Andre 
what played made you think like realize like okay i can play in this league or wasn't um, anything special no i don't th i wouldn't say like there was a particular play i would say like maybe maybe a rent in practice yeah i would I, yeah i would say so like after my first week in practice i felt like yeah i belong here i'm i'm not just some schmuck like you said <laughs> <laughs> yeah because that's always my thoughts like can i play even when they announced like yeah kehwansa is playing in the super series my first thought my first thought was like can i play there can i line up next against an Urubru imported offensive lineman six foot five weighs his arm weighs more than me <laughs> I mean, it depends on how you make your off-season work. And the bullshit about is not about the size of the dog; is the fight inside of the dog. That, that's bullshit. <laughs> if you, I mean, the, I think it's, I think it's true to a point. But when you get to a certain point, you have to have both. You need the fight and the size. Yeah, but you, yeah. 195 tall and you weigh 150 playing against you can kill me <laughs> when i played isaac moore that that kid was taller than my future he did not even break a sweat playing against me and i was fighting that dog was screaming <laughs> but i mean I, I just don't think you can have that sort of a mentality when you get out there that you can't be defeated before a rep starts even if you've got even if you've gotten your ass whooped 30 reps in a row the next rep you have to get out there and fucking stand your ground like it's what you need have to do as a football player no matter who you're facing listen not to brag here i know no offensive lineman if i want to nobody can block me in division one i know that Strobel, don't take this personally. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> don't, don't come find me. <laughs> David's going to kill the side next season. On a good day, on a good day, nobody can block me. When I want to play. To be See? honest, I don't, I don't think the offensive uh, line play compared from uh, Gothenburg and Limham compared to the teams in the Super Series is that much of a difference. Those two teams have really good linemen. Uh, Limham and uh, Gothenburg. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, they do. Uh, actually, the what's his name? The left tackle from uh, Gothenburg. Oh, yeah. What's his? Julia. Julia. The retired guy. I'm offended. Yeah. He did not invite me to his wedding. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he he might be one of the best offensive linemen I played against. He's he's pretty good. He is yeah. pretty darn good. So I mean, you've played against him, Osai. So yeah, he whipped me the whole game. I played like I could keep up with him, kind of the this year, because I was actually in shape in in shape going into the season. Yeah, so, so that I that's what I said. Keep... You have to work hard in the off season. <laughs> I'm I think the 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 three uh, the three linemen that I've uh, 
face that I think are the toughest going against, I think would be actually Julian and uh, David Strobel. And then the third guy for me would be uh, the guy we had over, uh, Tubes, uh, from uh, our Norwegian we had for a few years with the Predators. Was he I think they, an import or he just was here? He, he, he was just here, but I think uh, he still needed to wear the X on his helmet. Because he was yeah, good, but I think he went 100 in practice, so you don't actually know how good he was. Yeah, that, that, that's the scary part, because I never beat him in practice. <laughs> you know but, who's actually like top three in Division One tackles is Stobel, Palm, and number three is Ludwig, the Gothenburg guy, 50. This year, Julian was out. Maybe. Uh, aside, should we get to our... Uh... Special guest questions. It was so long. What questions do we have? I kind of forgot. <laughs> so I'll, I'll, I'll start them. Uh, allowed in? No, I got them. Yeah. What is your favorite football concept? So this, this can be anything. This can be a, a stunt, a blitz, a coverage, a run, play on offense, a pass concept, anything. Okay. Hello. Dang, I should I should have prepared more for this. <laughs> I would say like the bunch formation and on offense. There to explain. Yeah, I like it because uh, I like it on Madden. You you can run multiple plays from it. You you can draw screens, quick passes, you know, fades every, every route you want to. Is it when so, you have three people in the backfield? No, the like bunch of back. Yeah, the yeah. So you have uh, three receivers, so to speak. This is the offense line. So, yeah, yeah. And these two uh, guys. Are... For the for those listening, Alon's uh, illustrating with his hands to aside uh, how you stand in a bunch. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't know why I did that. Yeah. <laughs> Football for idiots. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if you if you want to explain it better, Andre, you you could because you you're the football genius here. No, I I just found it so funny watching you <laughs> explain it. <laughs> Andre was so mad you explained it wrong. No, no, no. Andre's sweating now. He's so mad you explained it kind of wrong. <laughs> no, no, but but the bunch formation you have uh, three guys closely together one guy's on the line one guy's off the line like a foot outside of him and another guy's also just off the line a, a foot inside of the guy so you have three guys together with a point man on the ball and two guys behind him one to his right one to his left it's a headache for you can't press any of them so you have to play yeah. off uh, it's pretty common to press the point man, actually. Yeah. Yeah, it is. But it, yeah. is there anything, anything in particular you think uh, works like really it. well out of a bunch? Um, screens, I would say, because uh, especially in, like, uh, close downs, 
close uh, yardage situations. I would say, I like it B because it messes up with the defensive backs heads a couple of times. So a short yardage screen out of bunch. Yeah. 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 Is, like there, is there anything you like on defense? Um, I like the bare front uh, on the defensive line, but you have to have the pers personnel for it. So you need a big ass O line. Uh, I mean, uh, no tackle. And then you have two guys on the guards and two linebackers ends on the tackles. Then it it makes uh, makes it easier for the guys to get one on one uh, pass rush moments, especially. And then on the run, if you if you don't stop the run with the bare front, then you got other issues. See, <laughs> <laughs> so, so you you gotta have a very good def defensive backfield for a bare front, but but I like it because if it works, it works good. What's your favorite thing to run out of a bare front? Like a a cover zero all out blitz, or a, what 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 do you like? I would say so, yeah. Especially like uh, switching up with, with the safety. I like when the safeties blitz because most of the time they, they're they too fast for the offensive tackle. So if the quarterback stays in the pocket, he usually gets sacked from safeties on blitzes. Oops. So, like so, so a bare front cover zero safety blitz. That, yeah. That's <laughs> it. It looks like a field goal block almost. <laughs> yeah. yeah, almost. Question number two. What is your favorite football uniform? You've listened to the podcast, so you know that. Yeah. yeah. Um, I've thought about it, but to be fair, I don't know. Like in the NFL... I would say the the away jerseys of the San Francisco 49ers. The my man. The my man. <laughs> I, I think it's the color rush with the completely white with the red the numbers. Oh, I think that's the the, the 94 throwback white. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I like those. And uh, and I also like the uh, you know the Berlin Thunder and the ELF, their uh, home uh, home game jerseys. You seen those? Complete, yeah. completely black with the red uh, accessories. I, I like that one. I have to get another uh, image up. I, I know I've seen them and they're pretty cool, but I have to see it again. The the red jersey? No, the the black or. Yeah, the black jersey with the red number and text. Yeah, I like those. They could be more like appealing to me if they didn't have all of those uh, sponsor things going on. But I mean, they have to. Because the money makers. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> they got to get money somewhere. Yeah, that is that is a pretty darn good jersey. It, should we should we make a poll? What's the best uh, e ELF jersey? Th this one might win it. Yeah, I like it, red and black, like my native flag, the Albanian flag. Ah, that's right. 
So what is the least skill? What position in football requires the least amount of skill? The least? <clears throat> Go um, ahead. Roast your own position. <laughs> no. No, because Ooh. I've I've played D line and I've played O line, and the O line is uh, so much easier to play compared to D line. Like on, on where on the line? Um, I would say right guard might be the easiest. Like from the offensive line positions I've played, you know. Yeah, any guard position is easy. It. It's enough that you stand in the way. Yeah, because once you get the like the technique stuff down, then you just you just need to be big, you know. Depending on the level of play, you know, like if you're in the NFL, then yeah, it, it changes. You know, you have to be more of an athlete than just big and fat. But <laughs> I I think. D line is more, it's tougher than the offensive line position because you have to react and uh, you have to be faster and be able to redirect and higher speeds compared to the offensive line. But but you're uh, are are you putting a vote in for right guard as the position in football that requires the least amount of skill to play? Yeah, yeah, I would say so. Because if if you suck, you get you can get a running back in to chip chip the shoulder of the D tackle maybe on pass plays. Or the if you go if 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 the D line slants in, you might have the center. If if it's a three front, you could, you know, you're just chilling if you're a right guard, basically. <laughs> and the right tackle might be harder because you have to kick step more out. Tackle okay. is really hard. Playing tackle, you have to be an athlete and uh, yeah, technical guy. Yeah, I would so say but I, I think defensive end is uh, harder than tackle to play. I think it requires more athletic ability to be able to be a good D line than to yeah. be a good offensive lineman. Yeah, but weird then, thing there. Yeah, then again, uh, in in the as a D-line, you, you get like three or four seconds to make a sack. And you have so many moves to choose from. So, And the office linemen only have to hold you three, four seconds. Yeah. And he and he can get help. So doesn't seem too hard for me. Then what is the most – what position requires the most amount of skill? Um, I would say quarterback. Because you know every, I mean you you could learn the playbook. Everybody could learn some playbook, and be be a decent quarterback, like from a mental perspective. But not everybody can throw a football like in crucial downs and stuff like that. I think the quarterback position might be the toughest one to play. It's stressful. Yeah, it is. It is. Yeah, there's a there, there's a lot that goes into playing quarterback. You need to 
you, you in most modern offenses still need to be somewhat of an athlete at least uh yeah. you need to be able to throw the ball accurately you need to understand the concepts you need to know what everyone's doing on every play and you most of the time af actually have to be a leader that other people on the team could look up to so th th there's a lot that goes into that position Yeah, and I mean the arm strength. There's not many people who have the arm strength of quarterback, like in the NFL and stuff like that. Most of the guys that do play baseball, and they they make big money. So <laughs> we'd like to thank you, Aladdin, for uh, joining us. Thank you for having me. It was fun. I had fun. Always fun talking to our main man, Aladdin Azemi. And uh, well, good luck rest of the season, man. Thank you, thank you. Appreciate you. I, I, I hope you make the playoffs, and uh, I'll be rooting for you to go win the German Bowl, if that's a possibility. Yeah, I hope so. I hope so, too. We'll see. God willing. And for uh, everyone out there listening, please uh, take advantage of uh, our deal we have with Contact Sports. This week, you get 10% off on all nike products if you enter our code gridiron at checkout uh, and please go follow our instagram account we're at gridirons of europe go follow our twitter account we're at gridirons europe uh, you can find this podcast on apple Podcasts, google Podcasts, spotify anchor or wherever you find your podcasts bye bye peace